Starkitecture School. Noun. 1. Architecture schools that build their attractiveness, competitiveness or status on the accomplishments and reputation of their Starkitect faculty. 2. Architecture schools that groom students to become Starkitects. 3. Architecture schools that mimics the teaching practices of Starkitecture schools. When I found myself subtracting or adding columns because it made my rendering look better, then I knew I was in a Starkitecture school. In a world filled with architects of immense egos, frightening moral characters, slicing ambition, stealth branding, cunning strategies, audacious attitudes, and incredible talents. Notes on becoming a famous architect will be a force to be reckoned with. This is a true story about one man and his dream to become a famous architect. Now playing at www.famousarchitect.blogspot.com On the blog I have some samplings of diploma projects selected from two different schools. Sample set 1 contains some nearly abstract renderings, they are disrupted, dark nearly black and white. Most of them resembles a kind of rib cage type structures very dynamic with prickly spine-like elements almost exploding from them. Some appear to be mechanical parts with wires and gears hanging off them. They all tend to have been faded out or blurred in the background while the elements in the foreground appear sharper and more focused. With the exception of one of the images, it is difficult to discern what scale it is since there is no relatable elements like steps or furniture to gauge from. The set can be described as dramatic, with deep mysterious spaces and lots of atmospherics. Sample set 2 shows a model and drawings of multi-level building that looks like either an apartment or office building. On the longitudinal elevation it appears broad and trapezoidal in profile with lots of windows and articulation on the facade. On the side elevation it appears to be a thin wedge shape, almost like a cake slice akin to the flat iron building. The drawings show some basic sections, elevations, site plan, and some axonotric views, perhaps, explaining the circulation, structure, program distribution. As you visualize these two sample sets, consider the following questions. Which ones would you rather live or work in? Which ones would you choose as the location for an exciting movie or video game? Sample set 1 is from Diploma Unit 20 run by Professors Sean Murray and Marjan Coletti at the Bartlett School in London. One can safely describe this studio if not the entire Bartlett as an architecture school that mimics the teaching practices of Starkitecture schools. Sample set 2 is from a thesis course run by Professor Lance J. Brown at the City College of New York. Opposed to the Bartlett, the city collage does not seem to fit the profile of a Starkitecture school. 
the projects in both sets lack to varying degrees some credibility as a project that is possible to realize. Obviously one much more than the other. This is because most architecture schools are not set up to teach you how to design a building. In fact, the point of architecture school is not to teach you how to design a building. Let me say that again. The point of architecture school is not to teach you how to design a building. Take a moment and meditate on that. If you want to learn how to design a building you should go an apprentice for an architect or a builder under no false pretense. Then what's the point of architecture school you ask? The short answer is that it has many points depending on the school that you go to. For example most schools share some of these objectives, how to challenge the boundaries of conventional practice, how to communicate ideas through drawing, model making, writing and speaking, to be socially and ethically engaged in society, a few will do this, to expose students to the creative and technical aspects of architecture, to equip you with the knowledge required for making architecture, how to be critical of current practice, to bring you abreast with the prevailing issues in current practice, to give you the scholarship to define architecture on your own terms, to give you a rough understanding of building construction and design, and if you are lucky, you might also learn how to understand and appreciate good craftsmanship in building or something about building construction methods. You will find some of these same objectives in architecture schools, but what makes them stand apart from other architecture schools is that they prioritize one objective over all others, how to create projects that have high entertainment value. That is, projects that are entertaining to look at, as the images described from Bartlett Studio, or entertaining to discuss because of the ideas that they investigate, or a mixture of the two. These projects aim to stimulate us in a certain way, to make us curious, or interested, because it is new or we have never seen something like that before. Because of this emphasis, there is little time left to actually learn i-designing a building. Creating entertaining images takes enormous amounts of time and energy, time taken away from seriously engaging in an investigation of your building's craftsmanship, construction methods, or its social or economic viability. These are not so important in the big picture as far as architecture schools are concerned. Projects in such schools only need to demonstrate the remote possibility of being credible in the real world that you and I live in. The possibility that just maybe it can withstand the force of gravity, that maybe there is some kind of material on this planet that can do the things you show it doing in your project, or perhaps it might be able to keep us relatively dry and warm in tumultuous weather. The term, suspension of disbelief, comes to mind. I have seen many students walk through the doors of architecture school with earnest minds, wanting to learn how to design a building. Their attempts at rigor by questioning the viability of their high entertainment value projects in the real world are met with explanations that are lacking in reason, smoothly buttered in arches speak and delicately glazed in the finest snake oil possible. 
the ones who quickly realizes that it is not about learning to design buildings and that it is about creating an entertaining project wins the cake. And when I say they win the cake, I mean they win the cake with a capital C. You will get extended one-on-one -on -one desk crits with a starchitect or star-minded professor who will design your project with or for you. They will have you make your project based on their own pre-formulated theory and convince you that it really came from you. They will tell you which projects to reference and which magazines to find them in. They will help you pick out the sky for your rendering and show you how to tweak the elements in the foreground and background to create depth in your image. They will even advise you on which font to use on your poster. When your project is done, you will get the VIP spot on the wall to hang there. Ahem. I mean. Your work. And a hearty pat on the back for a job well done. The ones who don't get it are sent packing like a fired Donald Trump apprentice. Starchitecture teaching methodology focuses on having students create projects based on said professor's latest theories that he she is very excited about. If it seem rules your education in the process, well so be it. If you demonstrate independent thinking or fail to fall in line behind such theories, prepare to be ignored, disowned or snubbed. Remember your job is to provide fantastic images in the form of a project that celebrates your professor's latest theories. How well your project flies is directly connected to your architect professor's ego and self-worth. It can be extremely stressful, not to mention embarrassing for him to invite his colleagues over for a jury to show off his latest ideas. Ahem. I mean your project and have you make a mockery of it. A major point of architecture school is to make your professor look good when he she brings their colleagues over to see their slasher work. If you are a very successful architecture student, not only will you have learned to fall in line, you will have learned to research all your professor's projects beforehand. You will not only know what kind of rendering style he likes, you will know how to mimic them as well. When your architecture professor brings over his black-cloaked star-minded friends for a crit, he will proudly point to your project on the wall and say, Isn't it amazing? And they will say, Yes. Yes. Absolutely that's very interesting indeed. And then another will say, It's rare to see a work with such originality and passion. They also love to say stuff like, Oh, you have captured the essence of blah 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 at this point try to remain humble your clueless classmates are probably scratching their heads and foaming at the mouth at how they managed to look past the gaping holes in your project's plausibility especially when they were grilled on every undotted i and uncrossed t in their crits don't get me wrong these guys are capable of criticizing the project of the architect's prodigy they might say, oh just one minor thing though, I would have liked to see some more orange from the sunset peeking out from behind the building in that image. Yas, yas, that would have nailed it, the others might confirm. By the time you finish architecture school, 
you should have a portfolio of very interesting and entertaining looking projects thoughts kind of credible. Don't worry about credibility, a good architecture firm will overlook this. Hey this is a school project you don't have to worry so much about reality, it is about communicating your vision. When you bring this to a architecture firm, it will remind him of himself as a young man. He will say, wow this kid has passion, he has got imagination, he can render, he has a good eye, he works with Photoshop well, he knows about graphic design, he can put a compelling image together. You are hired. So why did he hire you when he knows very well that you don't know how to design a building? Because you are not hired to design buildings stupid. You are hired to provide fantastic images that celebrates your employer's projects, to make good images for the media. You are the office's latest graphics plugin. Inside the architecture firm you will meet some architects who think about issues like rain, and light, and circulation, and fire safety, and how the components of the building fit together, and such. No it gets even crazier. Are you ready for this? They love this stuff. They find it very exciting. They can talk for hours on end about building joints and details. They don't care about poster fonts, or chispeak or what kind of sky, or foreground or background is used in an image. They understand architecture through the notations of plans, sections and elevations. They can imagine how a building looks without the aid of a rendering. Thoughts right. No renderings. Imagine that. They have no other agenda but to design a functioning building that is well made and pleasant to be in. You will find a few of them in architecture firms. Say hello to these dullards. They are the people who will teach you how to design a building and make an architect out of you. If they are like any other architects I know in this position, resigned to teaching architecture 101 while trying to deliver a project, they are grumpy as all hell. They will snap at you for not knowing what VIF means on a construction document or for not knowing something that they deem basic shit that every dumbass should know, whatever that is for them that morning. But never mind, just suck it up, what does he know? He is just an architect. He is no star. He respects plumbing diagrams and toilet bowl specifications, not magazine covers. He will never be famous for anything. Whoever gets famous for designing a building that is just good to live or work in. Ever heard of a reporter asking to publish your building because it performed well under fire? He will never even raise his head from the murky depth of obscurity, not even for 15 minutes. You've got your priorities straight and you are on your way to becoming a star. Conrad Newell Notes on becoming a famous architect, liberating minds since August 2007.
This is a true story about one man and his dream to become a famous architect. Now playing at www.famousarchitect.blogspot.com. <laughs> 